0: Today on The Tapping Show, White House at Christmas Video is roasted for their gender-fluid actors and seemingly drug-induced costumes, Vivek on Birthright Citizenship goes viral while DeSantis' war room highlights Nikki Haley sounding like a Democrat, Anders Bush natural light tweet gets 47 measly likes, Rivian secures a deal with AT&T, GM to lay off 1,300 employees as Mary Barra, the CEO, kills the Chevrolet Camaro, and Southwest Airlines is roasted for giving passengers a free second seat if they are morbidly obese all event much for on the topping show Thank you everyone for taking the time to tune in today. Today's episode of Topping Show is sponsored by Topping Technologies. Topping Technologies is an IT value added reseller and services company with a special proficiency in IT security. Heck, I see their founder at least twice today. Guys, he's quite handsome and brilliant he's me you see that's a joke if you're an IT leader or a business owner you can reach the team at sales at toppingtechnologies.com. also trying to get to 4,000 subscribers by the end of December so if you could click that button I would greatly appreciate it now going over to the business part of the podcast you have Rivian signing a deal with AT&T now this is pretty darn important since one of the best things about aggregated of sales is it's much easier to sell one contract with a big company that will buy thousands of vehicles than thousands of individual one-on-one sales. So that's why when you see a lot of these companies, fleet deals are huge. That was one of the biggest fuels for the big three, especially their General Motors. When you can't help but notice, every time you go to a rental car company, they have many of their vehicles because those vehicles are huge in volume. Now, this helped Rivian stock bump up quite a bit. And they are, fascinatingly enough, they're still around. So. They are one of the few EV companies that actually got to the point where they made a physical product, rest in peace, uh, Lordstown EV, and their stock price is around $22.59 per share. Now, oh <coughs> excuse me, not feeling the best, but persistence is key, so power through. Now, overall, they're not doing great, overall. Now, the, their max stock is down negative 82.6%, also known as not very good. Now, their IPO, which is why I'm always, granted I always say the best thing you do a gamble, in terms of gambling is gambling on yourself, though some people do prefer the stock market. With IPOs, a lot of the time they're all overvalued, which is why many, not all the times, when you have an IPO, the first couple of days, the stock goes down. There's also a lot of people who you know sell their stock because that's how they compensate. But nevertheless, it looks like they IPO'd around $129.95 per share. Now, their five-year trend is down negative 82.63%. Now their one the past one year trend is actually down negative only 5.8%, so not as bad as a five-year trend. Year to date, they're actually their stock is up by positive 3022 percent In the past six months, their stock has nearly doubled, going up by 48.29%. In the past month, it's up 31%. Past five days, it's up 18.19%, and a big bump that fueled the recent stock increase was their contract with AT&T. Now, this news is breaking thanks to good old OG news, Yahoo, which, great business blunder of the century, they could have made 40 something billion dollars by selling Microsoft but they thought, nah, that's undervalued. They were subsequently sold for less than 10% of that, I believe, to Verizon and they've been bought and sold a couple times since. Now, this is specifically thanks to a writer by the name of Press Sabarian and they noted that Rivian will exclusively use AT&T's wireless network to power its internet connectivity, while they will also provide vehicles for AT&T. Now, it looks like they unveiled a deal in which the telecom giant will purchase Rivian vans and the R1 vehicles for its commercial fleet. AT&T says that the vehicles will be purchased through a pilot program aimed at cutting transportation vehicle emissions. Well, except for, you know, the big emissions, we actually have to mine the lithium and actually power the vehicles. But nevertheless, it looks good on paper. Sounds fancy. Now, Rivian also declined to provide the number of vehicles at t will purchase, nor would it outline its financial impact of the deal, which goes to show you how crazy the stock market market can be. We don't know the specifics of this deal. We just know there is a deal. It exists. We don't know how many vehicles actually will buy or commit to buying. but. This does mark the first big contract they've won since they lost the exclusivity with Amazon. So that's why you saw all these Amazon vehicles. They're all Rivian. Rivian had a, for the vehicle, specifically the Rivian little van. Well, that was an agreement where Amazon got some exclusivity for a while. I suspect partially for being a big investor in the company in and of itself. Now, when asked for comment, AT&T Hardman Williams, who's a Connected Solutions vice, vice President, said, quote, we are excited to purchase Rivian EVs for our fleet. This pilot is another important step in our ongoing efforts towards sustainability, reducing our carbon footprint and embracing a cleaner future for our operations, unquote. Then they go into how much CO2 is emitted, blah, 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 blah these vans. Now, Rivian also says they still plan to build 100,000 delivery vans for Amazon per an earlier agreement. They've already delivered 10,000 trucks to them or they keep interchanging these vernaculars it's not the one it's not the trucks that you and I can buy, it's the actual vans, the ones that look aesthetically ugly as hell. but I, I guess some people might like it. Now, in addition to the fleet purchase, Rivian and T- AT&;T will announce that AT;T will, will be Rivian's exclusive provider for internet connectivity for all Rivian commercial vehicles in the US and Canada. Rivian said it'll use AT&T Wireless Network to deliver over-the-air updates to its vehicles in the field as well. So that sales rep at AT&T is pretty darn sure happy as can be, since they just got the sale for all of those vehicles. Though in corporate America, that sales rep probably got screwed over, unfortunately. So it'll be interesting to see, because the detriment to the consumer in some cases, well, AT&T doesn't have the best reception in every place in the U.S., That's why some people prefer Verizon or T-Mobile or the 18 people who like Ryan Reynolds will buy Mint Mobile. Well, they subsequently, I believe, are also selling to T-Mobile. But nevertheless, certain providers have different carrier capabilities. They have certain better receptions in different areas. So, I mean, this is a big win for AT&T. It's a huge client. They get the good, they get the PR from the people who love EVs. But it'll be interesting to see what's the end result, fiscally speaking, out of the company. And... It'll be interesting to see how beneficial it really is and if it really is a mutual beneficial agreement. Again, we don't know the scope about it. I suspect later we'll have some more details since, again, they're both publicly traded companies. They have their 10Ks. But we'll see if we're allowed to know the specifics. But this is a big fleet contract for them. And who knows, maybe this will inspire some sales. It'll be interesting to see. But as I normally say, time shall tell. Other interesting business news: you have General Motors to lay off 1,300 employees as their CEO Mary Barra kills the Chevrolet Camaro, one of the best sports cars out there. Unfortunately, even though they doubled their sales this year through that awesome vehicle, a good old V8 with a manual transmission, a rare, beautiful thing, you know of itself. You can't beat the experience of driving with a stick shift. I can't emphasize this enough. Highly recommend you go out and buy one while you still can. Well, and GM also did have a... A 6 for the Camaro though, just it it's not a six shift. And I believe they even had a in 4 Interestingly enough, but it was for many people a great vehicle American muscle. Some would say at its peak It was the Pony Wars. You had the Chevrolet Camaro the Ford Mustang the Dodge Challenger All going neck-to-neck for the most horsepowers under the hood Who could drift the most who could hit the most people at a cars and coffee? Well the Mustang would always win that contest, but nevertheless great fun high horsepower vehicles But General Motors, in their infinite wisdom, wants to go all EV. Mary Barrow says, we're going to go full EV for Cadillac by 2030, full EV for the whole fleet, a.k.a. Buick, General Motors, GMC, as well as Chevrolet by 2035. The consumer be damned. Who cares what they want? What does the government want? Well, well, we're going to do that. So they're killing the awesome Camaro, and they're going to turn it into, which my heart breaks a little bit just hearing this. I can barely say it general motors is going to turn the camaro a beloved pony car a muscle car for decades a a staple of americana they're going to turn it into an ev two-door suv because i can't help but think they have no mental capacity for creativity they're just mentally vacuous why think of new names and new brands you can just recycle the old ones that people have built a long relationship and a, a trust. And they love that specific car. Let's just rip off that logo and throw it onto another vehicle, a vehicle. That's the antithesis of the Camaro. It's going to be an SUV and an EV. And of course they'll only have two pedals. Also known as a automatic transmission. Also known as a soulless boring existence. I couldn't fathom or I wouldn't, I would not even, I can't fathom. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't give that to my greatest enemy. Even I would not be that cruel to give them an automatic transmission vehicle. I shudder at the thought of having to drive one myself. Now, thankfully, I've been very privileged. I've only ever owned manual transmission vehicles, a.k.a. a stick shift, a.k.a. the third pedal. The most fun you'll ever have, bar none. Now, going back to the actual article, this comes to us thanks to Fox News, which the news is, another headliner, Fox News is still somehow in business. Somehow. They still have 21, presumable. People who tune into the programs, now granted most of them are perhaps inebriated by Bud Light, but nevertheless, allegedly those people still tune in. Now, this comes to us thanks to Stacy Price, and she noted that GM will lay off 1,300 workers across two Michigan plants as that vehicle production of the Chevrolet Camaro comes to an end. Now, it looks like... Specifically, the automaker said it will cut 369 jobs at the Lansing Grand River Assembly slash stamping facility, where GM currently produced the Chevrolet Camaro muscle car there. The cuts will happen in phases that will begin January 1st and end in March, according to the notice released by General Motors. And these cuts are also related to the GM's October announcement in the delaying production of the two all-electric pickups by the end of the full year transferring nearly 1,000 workers to other GM facilities in Michigan. Which, electric pickup... I can't think of a dumber idea for most pickup owners. Again, if you do not haul anything, then sure, okay, it makes sense. If you use a truck as intended, which I understand not everyone does, that's where the physics get a little swirly, and it really just... With the current tech we have now, a little asterisk I have to say because, of course, technology moves pretty quickly, by tomorrow we might have a very magical new... EV battery and technology set will enable huge range and towing capacity with very quick charge times. We don't have it yet, which is why I always say if you want a good old truck, just get a good old diesel truck with three pedals and a manual transmission, of course. So it'll be interesting to see as GM continues to devolve, I mean evolve, whoops, into a new EV company. How many jobs will be displaced versus how many new jobs are created? And it'll be interesting to see, I mean I know their leadership is perhaps inebriated at best, but their sales figures for the Camaro this year doubled compared to last year. Consumers want it. They love it. And yet the government is increasing the tailpipe emissions, making it near impossible to make V8s, and these companies are just shooting themselves in the foot, leaning more and more into EV, where other companies have much better technical acumen, they have much better workforces. Tesla doesn't have the unions stripping, weighing them down or shooting themselves in the high-heeled boot like Ron DeSantis. Tesla also doesn't have the huge, huge overhead of the dealerships, which is detrimental to the customer experience in many ways since they increase the cost. And when it comes to EVs, they can't do much because, again, you need a different skill set. It's a huge revolution of automotive community. At the end of the day, it'll be interesting to see what happens to the end users and how many people really enjoy these new vehicles. But fortunately, for people who actually prefer to drive and appreciate the unique experience, which is and me on transmission and a good old V8 and a good old American muscle, it is a sad day indeed as those jobs are lost and the factory is starting to shut off its lights to an icon of the automotive community, one of the best muscle cars of the era. Unfortunately, the pony wars have been lost. As the Camaro is turned into a bastardized two-door EV SUV, the is gonna be a electric vehicle with the possibility of having a, a straight six as well a good old V8 Hemi, which it's known for. It appears the Ford Mustang did indeed win the Pony Wars, the only one to never stop production, where Camaro had in the past before, and the only one that seems to be living on, having a few good ones left, and having a real awesome manual transmission and a V8, as every vehicle should have by default. But as of today, it seems as though the Ford Mustang has won the Pony Car Wars. Now going over to the culture part of the podcast, you have Anheuser-Busch natural light tweet gets 47 likes, also known as nothing. Not to brag, but some of my YouTube videos got 65 likes earlier this month. Humble brag. And Anheuser-Busch, what is a huge multinational billion dollar company, got 47 likes, which is almost mathematically impossible, perhaps as popular as Chris Christie in the polls. Now this is on Twitter or as 18 people call it X and of course they're trying to lean into nostalgia because one nostalgia sells and two the current reputation occurred the, the brand of Andrew Bush and Bev is as popular as Chris Christie or Ron DeSantis's high-heeled boots aka not so much mostly mockery and at least that's a little bit of hilarious hilarity yes but not really enjoyed by most now They say, and this is before they have a picture of, it looks like a natural light beer with an old vintage design or graphic on it. It says, this is from Anders, Bush, and Bev. Just a little something to brighten your day. Unquote. And it's a picture of natural light on a table. And there's a big bright sun behind it. And hilariously enough, there's a very small white font which blends into the background. the white font is like a disclaimer saying, message or MSG for 21 plus. Which I thought, was it Archer? I thought there was some pop culture or some TV show in which MSG was actually a drug that people used to inebriate themselves. Which then, yes, I would say, most people would say drugs are for older people, if not at all. So they're saying MSG for 21+. plus. Interesting message in Azure Bush and Bev. And the can, of course, has a nice retro logo or a nice retro design, perhaps because they're praying and they're hoping you forget about their business blunder to the century, by giving Dilmolfini $185,000 and then subsequently losing about 30% of their sales week over week for the Bud Light brand specifically, about 10% per week for the Budweiser brand, and about 4% per week for the Michelob Ultra brand, those being the top three brands affected thus far by the boycott. And even more pathetic, it's got, it's got 3,938 views. That's it. Which, again, not to brag, but a couple months ago I did get 4,000 views on one of my videos. Humble brag. But they got 3,938 views and only 48 likes. Which means not even the people who work there like the post. Because presumably they have more than 48 employees at that company still. I'm not sure what they're really doing these days. But nevertheless, they apparently still have employees. And let's go in the comments. So maybe, maybe I don't have the right take on this. Maybe they're all enthusiastically tweeting, Yes, we love your drinks. We'll buy more. I mean, probably not, but let's dive in the comments and find out. Someone by the name of Sean Plus says, natural light always helps, unquote. The person got one like? So, let's look at this profile. I don't know if I believe it. First of all, he, he spells his name Sean, S-H-A-U-N. That's suspicious enough as it is. We need to dive into this. This alleged Sean, he did join Twitter in 2009, so granted, it's not a new Twitter created overnight to make Anandesha Bush and Bev look good. He has 235 followers. He's from Indiana. He says he is born to lose, but live to win. An interesting concept indeed. He has a cowboy hat. And what's his Twitter about? Talking about sports balls with the Chicago Bears. They'll be good next year. Haha, it's funny because they'll never be good. Like the city of Chicago, they keep saying they'll have a comeback next year. My whole life I've been told that. up in the Midwest is a very common term. And yet, no, they just keep doing the same thing. And very much the definition of insanity, doing the same thing again and again, expecting a different result. Alright, he did a tweet for N64. Alright, so it looks to be an actual person tweeted a positive statement for Anheuser busch InBev, which we might need to print this out and like frame it and send it to Bush busch InBev because of this momentous moment. It happens so infrequently. Now, according to other comments, someone by the name of Max Shurshimi says, quote, Retro Bud light can brighten my day. Could it really? I mean, it's not like a fine whiskey or like a scotch where over time, if you age it, it, becomes better. But yeah, not a retro Bud Light. How, how would that make your day better? It's, it's just a can, folks. In terms of the marketing, it's just changing the logo, which I know, ironically, is how they got into this business conundrum in and of itself with their billi- multi billion dollar business blunder. I'm again, hiring Dylan Lulvaney for $185,000. I can't fathom so much money for like two or three pictures. And yet, that person also got million dollar deals from maybelline and tampon or tampax the brand the company which is again a tampon company sponsoring biological man perhaps they're just trying to double their sales and double the process prospective clients they d- never did dive into how dylan would use it but nevertheless they gave this person th- hundreds of thousands of dollars now mr max Schemershin, who says a retro beer would make his day better can get a single like for that. Now, anheuser Bush and have responded to this person saying quote not a bad idea but anheuser Bush didn't even take them a fraction of a second to like this person's comment? How rude is that? It doesn't take much effort to like it and it does acknowledge that you appreciate it. Just like you could like this video right now to let me know I'm doing a good job or subsequently you could also just leave a comment saying what I need to improve on. Do so accordingly. Now Going to this Mr. Profile of Mr. Max Schieserman. This person joined 2015. All right. So it's now a new profile. And he just created yesterday to glorify Bud Light. Has 192 followers. And he does a lot of reposting for Adam Sandler. So we kind of know his intellect if he's a fan of Adam Sandler. Nothing wrong with simplicity. But simple concepts. Let's just say that much. lot of things about sports balls Uh, a couple reposts for natural light so it looks like it is a real person i'll be damned no likes now the first (laughs) excuse me now the first comment that got more than one like comes from walt walt responded saying quote hashtag bud lights pedophile brother unquote i got six likes and thus far is the most liked comment See here. Tommy Boy says, quote, used to be my favorite until you guys decided to pander to the woke crowd. Unquote. I got three likes. Thus far, they're all negative. Well, at least the comments are actually getting real likes. However, someone by the name of Carl Bauer, perhaps they spoke too soon, this person says, naturally, I drink to that. And that actually got two likes. Just like the Jander at... At Anheuser busch Mr. Carl has eighty-six followers. Joined twenty twelve, so it's you know it's legit. You know, been a while, while for that. It's been around. Oh, we got a phony. Well, at least someone who was just mentally vacuous or just bored. He reposts everything for Anheuser busch so perhaps he works there. But yeah, literally everything Anheuser busch for months and Budweiser. Looks like it's all the major brands that he that the beer company owns, he's been reposting. August. Yeah, for months on end. That's his whole profile. So perhaps he's a underpaid social media expert for the company or something like that. Which again, I never understand. Like you're reposting for this company. Unless maybe he's a shareholder. I never really understand people who love reposting for big businesses. Interestingly enough. And then that did get, what, two likes? All right. Right from the D says, quote, is Richard Levine going to be the spokesperson of this beer? Unquote. And that got four likes. Eric E says, quote, the sun does look bright, but what's with that crappy can of beer? Unquote. They got four likes. Jasper says, quote, your comment section brightened my day. Unquote. Getting two likes. And i do agree it is usually highly entertaining to see the comments and is it really oh, show more replies knight Ronan says quote this beer has pronouns and is a picture of the bud light can It got three likes and there's something that says show additional replies including those that may contain offensive content of course why would i not want to see that this is Twitter, after all. Your mom's private part says, quote, I don't know this is. Cover your ears, because I don't think there's a... Even if I were to censor these words, they wouldn't make much sense, but it is not polite conversation. But nevertheless, this person says, quote, ass juice on tap, Dana White won't save you. Middle finger emoji. Eh. No likes, but that was the super scary hidden comment. We you know, had to peek and see what it was. So, interestingly enough, the social media boy- like boycott is certainly not slowing down anytime soon. And as you can see, the sales also reflect that. It'll be interesting to see does this ever stop? Does it ever actually slow down? Or does it just kind of keep going on and on and on? As I always say, time shall tell. Other interesting cultural news: You have the White House Christmas video online being roasted for being woke by having gender-fluid actors or actresses, as well as costumes which could only be described as someone who is perfect, extremely inebriated, perhaps by eating, drinking Bud Light, or they're on copious amounts of drugs. Now, this comes to us thanks to the Twitter profile of Jill Biden, who is of course, is a brilliant doctor, getting a doctorate is something that is BS. Of course, she's not a real doctor, and. This is from her, getting 16 million views. And let's see. She says, quote, A bit of magic, wonder, and joy brought to you by the talented tappers of Durant's Dance performing their playful interpretation of the Nutcracker Suite. Enjoy! Heart emoji. And without further ado, I'll play it. (laughs) I'm not saying this is why our country is a joke, but it certainly does not impress or inspire. Our enemies are just laughing more and more every day. A full-grown adult man, allegedly, wearing some type of drug-induced suit. It's like a pajama suit with neon colors, and his hat is a flower. I I don't... Whatever happened to shame, we need to bring that back in some capacity because, again, as I've been through this time and time in memoriam, real true men suit up, always. actually shocked they do have Christmas trees in this given the current political and cultural climate of people hating on religion more and more I'm actually surprised they didn't just get rid of the Christmas tree altogether at the White House this year although it's still a couple days till Christmas a lot of things can change who knows maybe they'll do that next This alleged man wearing the flower hat and something that looks like a, yeah, it's a pajama suit, a matching pants and shirt of just neon. Is this is if the Crayola box threw up on this gentleman? I'm not sure how inebriated they are. Disclaimer, maybe they're all drinking Bud Light. Then this would make a lot more sense. Now you have a, a gal, an actress, and her hat is a giant flower as well. Interesting fashion choice. have a female nutcracker what a gentleman with a hat a mouse mask although I guess he is wearing a suit so he did something right there's not a lot of things that are done right in this I don't know it's not even a commercial for the white house this video but there was i guess at least one thing done right i'm not saying they should get out the mouse trap but this person is now attempting to play the air guitar poorly it's out of tune obviously mm-hmm. That's terrible. And the worst part is, that cost us money! I can't imagine how much of our tax dollars were wasted on that. But at least it went viral. Well, not for good reasons, but, again, this is from hashtag or it's from Jill Biden. It got 16 million views in 48 hours. 16 million! That's ridiculous. Although perhaps like a car crash you can't help but look maybe it's one of those fascinating phenomenons and again it got 16 million views and in terms of the likes it got 32,000 likes which for that many views is terrible in fact let's do a little bit of math and see statistically how terrible it really is now i know public schools are all-time low for math science history hct scores at a 32 year low and yet the teachers unions say they deserve more and more money for poor performance, which is perhaps the staple of unions in many cases. Now, 32,000 people liked that video. I don't know if they were inebriated with Bud Light or some types of drugs that the buy-ins are known for. But, well, I guess I should say allegedly known for. I don't think Hunter's ever been really convicted. Connections help. So 32,000 people like that out of 16 million people. So we're going to take 32,000 divided by 16 million. Gives us 0.002 turn that into a percentage we multiply that by a hundred that means zero point two percent of people who watched that video liked it also known as not good not good at all now maybe I'm wrong in my assessment maybe this is a brilliant work of art I mean it's not but let's go to the comment section and see what's consensus one of the very first responses Comes from Dom Lucer, uh, breaker of the narratives, and he says, quote, this is gay as hell, unquote. I got 17,000 likes and 232,000 views. A much better like to view ratio, to say the least. Tim Young says, quote, it's a mentally ill Christmas at the Biden White House, unquote. They got 21,000 likes out of 336,000 views. So thus far, as youth might say, they're getting ratioed, to say the least, at the White House. Now, as we scroll down to more comments, someone by the name of, or actually, this probably, I don't even have to say someone by the name of, it's most, one of the most popular Twitter handles, lives of TikTok, says, quote, This should have come al- along with a sensitivity label. This is horrendous, unquote. I got 20,000 likes. Ian e. Miles Chong says, quote, What's with the Hunger Games aesthetic? Unquote. I got 9,400 likes. Nick Abrams, alpha male, says, quote, Can we get an explicit content warning on this video? This is grotesque and abhorrent. Unquote. Got 5.3,000 likes. Thus far, I... This very well may be an example of the Chris Christie effect. A fascinating mathematical phenomenon in which you get zero positive responses from your original tweet. It's happened to him twice thus far, covering it on the show. Truth be told, it's almost impossible, because presumably Chris Christie has some friends, family, even a campaign staff, allegedly. And presumably they would be on Twitter and like or say something positive to his original response. But, yeah, he doesn't. And now that I can think about it, let's go back to the top. This got 34,000 comments. So, I don't know if we have time to go through all of them today. We'll go through the top and see if how many of them are really positive. It also got <laughs> excuse me, 14,000 retweets as well. Someone by the name of Proud Army brat says, quote, Whoa, now that is really nasty and gross, unquote. Got 5.4 thousand likes. Olivia Rondell says, quote, This is a joke, unquote, getting 1.3 thousand likes. Andrew Tate says, quote, This is dystopian. If I believed in fear, I would be afraid, unquote. That got 7.9 thousand likes. Renee213 says, quote, I wonder what this costs the taxpayers, unquote. Got 2.8 thousand likes and... Anything more than a penny would have been too much. Because again, this makes our country look like a joke. It's ridiculous. I understand there's a time place to theater and all those hallucinogenic-induced costumes. Again, not the White House. But nevertheless, perhaps there's just some more cocaine in the White House that was uncovered that we didn't know about. And of course, the first time they found it, the... Fascinating enough, the whole security team just couldn't figure out whose cocaine it was. Which either shows they're corrupt or inept beyond all belief. I can't help but think, is one worse than the other? They're both pretty damn bad. Let's see. Riley says, quote, this is something of nightmares, unquote, Getting 1.35, actually, sorry, 1. 1.5 thousand likes. Malinka says, quote, is everyone at the White House on drugs, unquote, Getting 8.9 thousand likes. Let's see here. Christopher R. Rufo says, quote, beautiful choreography by Hunter S. Thompson, unquote, Getting 1.5 thousand likes. Tracy Ann says, quote, This is class. And there's a picture of Donald Trump and Melania Trump at the White House where they actually just did traditional Christmas trees with red ornaments. That got 3.3 thousand likes. Mindy Robinson says, quote, One giant woke cringe freak parade. Pretty typical for this illegitimate pedo-run criminal regime at this point. Unquote. That statement got 2.7 thousand likes. John, 2% Neanderthal capitalist and free, says, quote, Looks like the White House switched from cocaine to acid, unquote. They got 5,000 likes. Let me just scroll down more and more. Oh, that is kind of funny. Colorado Searcher says, quote, the unedited version. And they pasted the White House Press Secretary Biden as well as Obama, their faces, photoshopped onto the dancers i got 2.2 thousand likes julia says quote stop normalizing mental illness unquote i got 7.9 thousand likes alex rosen says quote the second hand embarrassment is off the charts i quote getting 6, likes zno says quote can they teach you joe and the rest of the administration how to tap dance your way out of the white house unquote i got 1.2 thousand likes Vince Langman says, quote, my God, talk about the Congo line of freaks. This is a Christmas in hell, unquote. Got 2.6 thousand likes. USMC Lady Vet says, quote, you are crazy as your husband. This is not the Nutcracker. This is some bullcrap, unquote. Getting <laughs> 3.8 thousand likes. Alex simply says, my eyes. And it's a SpongeBob GIF, or this is a youth might say GIF. And it's a caricature where their eyeballs are burning and it says my eyes. That got 2.8 thousand likes. KC says, quote, I, ne- I see now why Hunter and Ashley turned out the way they did and Joe ended up with his nanny of a wife, unquote. They got 2,000 likes. Let's see here. Colorado Searcher says, quote, the weather outside is frightful. The house is so delightful since we have no place for it to go. An impeachment inquiry. And it, there's a disclaimer saying this is sensitive. Do not press this button. So, of course, I press the button and it is Hunter Biden standing in underwear and a scarf, Jill Biden holding bags of money, Joe Biden holding a bag of money on a Christmas tree. The Christmas tree has Zelensky as the top ornament with Ukraine ornaments on all over the tree. They got 5,500 likes. Salty Crackers, who gets A-plus for marketing. their character profile picture, is in fact of a Salty Cracker. This Salty Cracker, Says, quote, I see your son isn't the only one doing cocaine in the White House. Unquote. I got 1.6 thousand likes. Bridget Gabrielle says, quote, children should not be watching this smut. Unquote. Getting 5.7 thousand likes. As well as being a bonus of being based, as the youth might say. And as I scroll more and more and more. I'm not seeing a single positive response. A lot of people saying it's a crime against Christmas. Get it out of the White House. Where were you when Joe was showering with your daughter? Unquote. Getting three thousand likes from the Altamanga Rebecca. So, as the youth might say, they're ratio beyond all belief. Now there are thirty-four thousand comments. So I, unfortunately, is not within the capacity of resources to actually go through the whole thing, and see if they, this is in fact a Chris Christie phenomenon, in fact in which they get zero positive responses. But as the youth might say, they're visually ratioed, and perhaps. Perhaps the cultural Overton window is shifting where people want less of this stuff in the public eye and less of that being represented in our government. It'll be interesting to see. Again, our taxpayers are paying for that. And yet, I'm not sure if anyone really, I mean, you see the responses. There's basically no one happy from this. And yet they're spending more of our taxes to do more of these types of publicity stunts. It'll be interesting to see if it ever stops. Let's just say if I would look at the Magic 8-ball, I would say the outlook is not so good. Now, going over to the political part of the podcast, you have Vivek Ramaswamy on birthrate citizenship going viral. Now, this is on his personal Twitter, or as 18 people call it, X. And it is a mixture of text as well as a little video from the CNN Highlight Town Hall in Des Moines. Or if you're not from Iowa, or you just don't know about Iowa, they'll call it Des Moines. Very similar to how people who have never been to Illinois, they'll call it Illinois. It's Illinois. But nevertheless, Vivek says, quote, The kid of a Mexican diplomat who is in this country legally doesn't enjoy birthright citizenship. Well, neither does a kid of an illegal alien either. Here's what the 14th Amendment says. All, quote, all persons born or naturalized in the United States and subject to the jurisdiction thereof are citizens of the United States, unquote. And this got 1.1 million views and 11,000 likes. So, interestingly enough, not the usual like ratio he usually enjoys when he hits over a million views. Usually, he's getting between maybe 16 and 26,000 likes when it comes to those types of comments. And there's a quick video, so without further ado, I'll play the video right now.
1: Would end birthright citizenship for the kids of illegal for the kids of illegal migrants, immigrants yes immigrants there are currently millions of such people children some of them some of them adults would you retroactively strip them Great question their- Abby so I'm glad you asked that prospectively so january 20th 2025 forward there is a concept in the law known as a reliance interest if you've relied on the government we're not going to be able to retroactively date that but from january 20th 2025 going forward if I'm the president if you're born in this country as the kid of an illegal immigrant you will not enjoy birthright citizenship and that's what the 14th amendment says it says it only applies subject to the jurisdiction thereof that's in the opening section of the 14th amendment when it talks about birthright citizenship so in the same way and i want people to understand this because some people call this a controversial view i don't think it needs to be the kid of a mexican diplomat who's here legally and he's born in the united states that person doesn't enjoy birthright citizenship Nobody contests that. Well, if the kid of a Mexican diplomat who's here legally does not enjoy birthright citizenship, neither does or should the kid of a Mexican or Venezuelan migrant who's here illegally. And there's been case law on this at the appellate court level. The one case that's been ruled agrees with me on this. I believe the current Supreme Court agrees with me six to three on this. All we need is a president with a spine who I go back to that first question, Abby, understands the Constitution. If I'm going to swear an oath to the Constitution, I better darn well have
0: read it. You suggest, That's what I'm uh, you suggest... So as I said, not as many likes as usual, but let's go in the comments and see if they are the usual ratio. Perhaps this is more of a 50-50 split? Let's dive in the comments and find out. Going to the comments, one of the very top ones comes from Atal Agar. He says, quote, 1% of Indians contribute 6% of U.S. GDP and have to wait 164, oh, sorry, 134 years to get a green card. These people are doctors, scientists, and engineers. What about such people, Vivek, who are legally waiting for 134 years in the green card backlog? Unquote. Got 281 likes. And also highlights the ineptitudes of the immigration system in the United States. I'm not sure if it really is 134 years to get a green card, but I think many people would say your application should be expedited if you have certain unique skill sets that are especially important to the economy and contribute to society. It'll be interesting to see, does that message gain any traction? But, going down to Mr. Paul Suspa, who's the second top comment, he says, quote, birthright citizenship needs to go as all of the quote-unquote dreamers. Deport illegal immigrants, including their kids, even if they're born in the U.S. Illegals shouldn't be rewarded for cheating the system. They'll just encourage more bad behavior, unquote. That got 611 likes. Which, of course, I can't help but think that's what some a lot of politicians want, since... since in since I was a kid, this has been a political issue, which is why, like a lot of political issues, I don't think they will ever be real solutions. They just want to have it perpetually a problem, so they can always raise funds to campaign on it, both on the left and the right. Now, in terms of rewarding the negative behavior, that's absolutely true. That's what we've seen time and time again. The government just forgives negative behavior, and you get more of it. And this is not subject to only this particular um, subject. That comes to many concepts in life. Again, that got 611 likes. And for the record, my family did not swim here. We actually came from a plane from Cuba. Fun fact. Red Wave Press says, quote, It's time to enact mass deportations in this country. We need to stop incentivizing people to come to this country illegally. Immigrants are ruining this country. Follow if you agree. Unquote. Got 242 likes. Now, obviously, I don't agree with the second part illegal immigrants are causing economic stress on the system. Legal immigrants, they actually create more businesses, they create businesses at a higher rate than people who are actually born here. I think partially because maybe they don't feel in those cases, they have entitlement. They're coming to this country to start something. They know not to take anything for granted. Great. I'm not saying every single person is having that mindset, but they do start businesses at a higher rate than people who were born here. That being said, I suppose I'm not a liar since i started multiple businesses, but nevertheless, going down to the other comments, someone by the name of Riazum Devayam says, quote, The Mexican diplomat child has diplomatic immunity and therefore not subject to U.S. jurisdiction. Illegal aliens are subject to U.S. jurisdiction, so this will not stand a judicial test. You have to amend the Constitution to end birthright citizenship, unquote. I got 56 likes. So, Cyber-insecurity says, quote, The more I hear from Vivek recently, the more I think he is our best path forward. I am waiting to see how he does in the initial primaries to see if he has a chance, unquote. Got 34 likes. Common Sense Prevails says, quote, Yes, someone who finally gets it, unquote. Got 58 likes. Sharon Henry says, quote, I like Ramaswamy if Trump, for some reason, doesn't make it in the election, unquote. Getting 60 likes. A music says, "quote They don't care about fundamental rights of our citizens. They just want control, control on everybody from, from our food to breath." Unquote. Got forty four likes. Let's see, classic liberal caucus says, "quote Mr. Ramaswamy, are you aware that your social media team is out here on the internet arguing with illegal immigrants have diplomatic immunity and can't be arrested?" Unquote. Getting twenty six likes. The White Rabbit says, quote, wise speech. They don't belong here. So, unquote, getting 37 likes. Anarchy says, quote, they don't care about the fundamental rights of citizens. They just want control, control on everything from our food to our breath. Join the resistance, unquote. Wolf emoji. Interestingly enough, got 47 likes. Let's see here. Zeus says, "Quote: You may you like him or may not like him, but this guy is talking about change." quote. Getting three likes. So this does look to be more of his, more of a controversial statement or more of a controversial feedback in terms of usually Vivek. The response is usually seventy, maybe eight percent positive when he does something on the Twitter sphere. This I'd say is probably more around sixty to fifty percent positive statements or agreements with him. So it'll be interested in to see is this something that he continues to ride home about so to say or does he drop the subject or change his approach to the subject just based on the feedback he's getting here but as I always say time shall tell other interesting political news you have the DeSantis war room highlighting Nikki Haley sounding like a Democrat and they are so proud of the fact that they found this data they pinned this tweet now this is a quote before the video and truth be told there are two and the DeSantis war room says quote New Hampshire voter to Nikki Haley quote you sound like a Democrat sometimes sorry about that watch her face unquote and truth be told her face looks more and more like John Kerry I don't know if it's the light or perhaps she had surgery or something I don't know but looked shockingly similar resemblance to John Kerry and of course she sounds also like the Cheney's but yeah they keep pinning these statements more and more to their profile which on the twitter sphere if you're especially proud of a particular tweet or i guess in this case we call them posts these days you can just pin it so that way every time someone goes to your profile this is at the very top so they're pinning or it's called pin somebody probably just call it they're highlighting it but this is the mindset of the DeSantis campaign which makes sense in terms of she is growing in the polls exponentially and getting more and more funding while DeSantis is getting less funding and truth be told, DeSantis consistently shoots himself in the high-heeled boots he wears. And again, he started around 30 plus percent approval in the polls or in terms of the Republican nominee. He's down to like 12, which is almost impossibly bad marketing. I don't know who's working this campaign. I don't know if they're inebriated by drinking copious amounts of Bud Light or some other illicit substance, but they're not good at marketing. But who knows? Maybe this will turn around. Maybe people will like these videos. And this will help maybe push him ahead of the polls to get ahead of Haley. Because in some polls, he's behind, uh, behind Nikki Haley. In poll aggregator, he's only ahead by about 0.8%, which is negligible. That's pretty thin margins. So there's two videos. The first one is the interview with the at the New Hampshire voter.
1: Um, you sound really good. You're a strong speaker. Some of your policies, I do agree with. You sound like a Democrat sometimes. Sorry
0: about that. Her face is just stone cold, looking like John Kerry. Now another is a compilation video where this one, thankfully it's not too long. It's a little under three minutes. This is from the DeSantis War Room again, and they responded to their own tweet. So again, that original video I just told you about, that got 342,000 views. So for the DeSantis War Room, pretty viral. And it got 2,000 likes. So not the greatest number of likes, but for them, pretty good. So it's resonating with some of their prospective voters, apparently. Now, they also responded to so the top response, Then this got 363 likes. This is from the Sanders War Room, and they say, quote, here are the times, many times, Nikki Haley sounded like a Democrat. Parentheses, be, or a little comment, what do you call it, a little bracket? Because she is. Other bracket. So without further ado... They get an A-plus for that intro. It's kind of like a Fallout 3 where they look at an old vintage computer and little green text comes on the screen. They do, I don't know, maybe they hired someone in marketing for once? But cool animation. And now into the video compilations.
2: You know, I often say that the reason I got into politics was because of Hillary Clinton. Yeah, I went with my friend Eleanor Kitzman to a firm and leadership program where Hillary Clinton was speaking.
0: That is a great way to alienate many, many, many voters. On the right and the left because Hillary Clinton is ridiculously unpopular and for the record I would never kill myself just putting that out there for the record but yes it does appear Hillary Clinton is mentally morally vacuous in every single possible conceivable way from destroying an on-prem server with her emails to having her staff destroy cell phones in an attempt to elude the law and destroy data which yeah no one has an email server on-prem personally these days even back then yeah, there's reasons for that. 30,000 emails just vanished, and she was never held accountable, fascinatingly enough. But, nevertheless, back to the video.
2: And I walked out of there and I said, I'm running for office. For too long, Republican and Democrat presidents. Dealt with immigration based on a quota. We'll take X number this year, we'll take X number next year. The debate is on the number. It's the wrong way to look at it. We need to go to our industries and say, What do you need that you don't have? We need as many immigrants as we can. Start to listen to your businesses and do
1: what they need. Years earlier, as South Carolina.
0: So again, saying you need immigrants, that's not necessarily a bad thing. I'm not sure why the Sanders worm is highlighting that specific out, that, that little video excerpt right there governor Haley celebrated a deal that brought a business with ties to the
1: Communist Chinese party to her home state
2: we want to thank Chairman Zong and everyone at the Jushi Group for allowing South Carolina to be the first location of your first US manufacturing hub we value partnership more than anything else and we look forward
1: to partnering with all of you 2015 Haley ranked number one among Republican governors in Chinese investment
0: I mean For the record, every business in China is connected with the government by default. So again, I'm not saying it's a good thing that she was bringing that company into South Carolina. It was creating US manufacturing jobs, which is a rare thing in and of itself. But it is fascinating to see, I mean, pretty much every business, international global business works with China, for better or worse, it's just a global environment right now. And it's fascinating to see DeSantis Warren again, what are they choosing to go after in this particular case? Again, I think it's an effective ad in terms of thus far, it's showing the correlation she has to Democrats, to China, and those are very unpopular, especially if you're attempting to be a Republican nominee. Those aren't very popular opinions or really not really popular track record to have.
1: Kelly's administration oversaw $1.43 billion in Chinese investment in South Carolina.
2: When I was governor, they wanted to bring in a... a... Bathroom bill, a transgender bathroom bill, and I strong-armed and said we are not going to have that in South Carolina.
1: What care should be on
0: the? Ooh, talk about a losing issue. Not protecting women in bathrooms, like, especially if she's supposed to be all about you know girl power in her own campaign. She has stressed the fact that she is a female. She is bragging about that and making it an issue, as opposed to just you know running as an individual, running on your own merit, to take the stance of oh yeah we're not going to protect women in the bathrooms. That's not a good take, and I think. Overall in the United States, for culturally speaking, more and more people are starting to realize women should have their own protected spaces. And culturally speaking, by men, there's no legitimate reason for them to be in a woman's bathroom. I think that opinion will grow in popularity and it will be a hot topic when we go into the 2024 election. I think it could sway some voters, especially in the middle, although let I me mean, in the comments if you think I'm wrong, you think maybe it's not the correct take, so to say. The table
1: when a 12-year-old child in this country, assigned female at birth, says, actually, I feel more comfortable living as a boy. What should the law allow the response to be?
2: I think the law should stay out of it.
1: Nikki Haley think we should be bringing in more refugees.
2: And America's always been sympathetic to the fact that you can separate civilians from terrorists. And that's what we have to do. I do not think we need to pull money from the UN. We don't believe in Slash and Burn. When I get into office, the first thing we have to do social media accounts. A huge issue that I'll deal with as soon as I get there is social media. Every person on social media should be verified by their name. We need to know exactly who they are and they need to show their own name. They need to verify every single person and I want it by name let's
0: increase the gas tax by 10 cents over the next three years Ooh! no one jumped that's from 2015 when she said that ironically during the last or second third presidential Republican nominee debate she said oh yeah we should repeal the federal gas tax which i thought was actually a good idea however of course it's of course not original republicans have been saying that since i believe the 60s i believe their actual federal gas tax was passed in 1950 was it 57 or 58 but it's been yet another topic where we'll debate for eons, and yet we'll never actually get something good resolved. Yeah, there should not be a federal gas tax, to say the least. Repeal that.
1: Did ...more forcefully or seemed angrier in America than former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley. Quote, tonight I turned on the news and I am heartbroken, Haley wrote. It's important to understand that the death of George Floyd was personal and painful for many. In order to heal, it needs to be personal and painful for everyone. But wait a second, you may be wondering, how am I, quote, personally responsible for the behavior of a Minneapolis police officer?
0: Pretty good music, too. It plays a lot of role, a big role, when it comes to these of political campaigns. They had spooky, creepy music when she was on the screen, make it a little bit more persuasive. And interestingly enough, that video only got about 47,000 views. I think it probably would be more prudent to actually post that originally, not respond respond and use it in that regard, and perhaps they subsequently did later. Now, again, 363 likes for that particular video and I think it did highlight many of her ineptitudes, others it was a little bizarre that they highlighted, but I think overall it seemed to be a cliche political message which did convey the the reasons why if you're a Republican you probably don't want to vote for her. Now let's go to the comment section and see. This could be a fascinating tale. Both candidates from both prospective candidates, Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis, not very popular on social media. Most of the comments, usually roasting them. Maybe 50-50 split when it comes to DeSantis. Nikki Haley, it, she is more popular than Chris Christie. Granted, that's a very low bar, but yeah. Let's dive in the comments and find out. One well, of the first very popular comments goes for, to the award of Mr. Robert J. Salvador, and he says, quote, Nice job, hashtag Chris Sanuhu. Governor DeSantis, who you snubbed, may take the high road, but we don't. You are swamp, so is Nikki. Got 187 likes. So, uh, two for one, roasted both candidates. Someone by the name of Unfiltered Boss says, quote, He's right, she is a Democrat, unquote. I got 138 likes. Let's see here. Someone by the name of Truthful Guys Gal says, quote, Nikki doesn't uh, apologize for my speaking ineptitudes as I attempt to read a quote. However, if you click the subscribe button, it, it may help with my enunciation. Just clicking the subscribe button could be what it takes to help with my enunciation, my slowing down in my speech. It's not 100% guarantee. Very few things in life are, but it very well may assist. Time shall tell. Now, again, the attempted quote comes from Truthful Guys Gal, and he says, quote, Nikki won't be doing any more town halls without heavily vetted and rehearsed audience members, unquote. That got 84 likes. Coco says, her face, lol. Unquote, 53 likes. Indie Lean Right says, quote, I agree and I'm a former Democrat, unquote. Got 25 likes. True red gal, though, not A-plus for marketing because I don't see a red hat on her head. Or even anything else like a uh, cliche Republican... Uh, a little elephant on her lapel. But nevertheless, this alleged true red gal says, quote, because she is a Democrat, unquote, got sixteen likes. Ironhead eight four one says, quote, I got news for the guy she doesn't even just quote unquote sound like a Democrat, unquote. I got seventy three likes. Someone by the name of Thomas Makowski says, quote, she sounds like a Democrat because she is a Democrat and is a picture of some gentleman wearing a shirt, and it has an old Hillary Clinton campaign shirt that says I'm with her. And just crosses out Hillary for Haley. That got 79 likes. Coco simply tweeted the picture of Nikki Haley looking like John Kerry or some type of Frankenstein monster. And that got 35 likes. Let's see here. Buck 80 says she's appealing to the middle vote, unquote, getting two likes. And interestingly enough, is a positive comment for Nikki Haley. Truth be told, I didn't think we'd find a single one, but in fact, we did find one. Let's see. Jay Rose says, quote, how old is she? She looks younger. She's been a Dem for a while now, unquote. Got nine likes. Michael Pomparico says, quote, that, of course, is a feature, not a bug, unquote, getting three likes. Red Wave Press says that's legendary, unquote, getting eight likes. So interestingly enough, it seems that comments are mostly negative against Nikki Haley, and a lot of them are more supportive of Ron DeSantis, interestingly enough. So a rare win for the DeSantis War Room. Truth be told, they've been overdue, statistically speaking, but looks like most of them are viscerally against Nikki Haley, and in favor of Ron DeSantis. And many pictures of that I swear, she looks just like John Kerry. Is it John Kerry? No, no, no. I mean, it's a robot. Nevertheless, a lot of people also just tweeting the picture of Nikki Haley holding the microphone looking like she's dead inside. Another one, there's like three or four of those in a row getting between six and ten likes. So, as youth might say, Nikki Haley was ratioed as you have overwhelmingly support for Ron DeSantis in the comments and a lot of people just roasting her. So, it'll be interesting to see, again, will this correlate to the actual polls? As Nikki Haley has been increasing in the polls, getting closer and closer to Ron DeSantis, as his campaign, more often than not, continues to shoot themselves in the high-heeled boot, going from about 30% approval rating in the polls for the Republican nominee to about 12.3% now. Which is also known as terrible. So, perhaps he finally fired someone in the marketing department or the campaign staff and got someone else to assist. But this does appear to see... A good win they're good move in the right direction we will be interested to see how does it correlate to the polls going forward now going over to the business blunder of the day you have Southwest Airlines being roasted for giving you a free second seat but only if you're morbidly obese thereby rewarding negative behavior now this has apparently been a policy for quite some time but like many things in the world no one really knew about it until it went on the social media now it looks like going to a couple different outlets so the original article looked like it came from KTLA5 which is apparently a news channel in Los Angeles I thought it was like a barren wasteland from dystopian hellhole but there apparently is still a little modicum of civilization in places like Los Angeles and San Francisco which should probably be news in and of itself now they noted that Southwest Airlines had long had this policy and Going to the actual specifics, they've had this policy for 30 years, but it's only now gone viral on the TikTok. And a lot of people are saying it's reinforcing negative behavior, unhealthy behaviors. Now, they also say it could be abused. So apparently, anyone could just buy, you know, two tickets, call up the airline, and get the refund for the extra ticket once they're there. And it's available. They say, you know, who qualifies for this extra seat. It's not about weight or body mass, it is available to someone if any part of their body extends past the armrest. Which I know they have also been shrinking the seats throughout the years, but if your body mass is exceeding beyond the armrest, you need help or you need to make some different choices in your life. You need to hit the gym, hit the books, just work like hell and you will improve and truth be told, you also live longer. It'll also cost society less, it'll cost the airlines less because more weight equals more fuel being used. So it's also hilariously ironic when the same people who are mortally big on airplanes they also talk about you know carbon footprints pollution well the more you weigh the more you are costing fuel for the airplane and the vehicles for all your transportation A Little fun fact to bring up if you ever ever in a debate with someone like that and one of the first viral moments comes from clown world it looks like it is a 30 second oh my God, a vlog of these big people and some of them actually have a whole career where they'll actually show you how difficult it is to travel and have accommodations when you're morbidly obese, which yes, most businesses are not catering to outliers and it's also probably more societal, not great because you're going to die sooner. There's, There's a lot of reasons you probably don't want society rewarding that type of behavior. I should also have a disclaimer. I know there's certain medical conditions, certain medications which do cause some people to gain weight and they have different struggles. I know that. However, in the United States, that is a minority to say the least as we even have people who are homeless and we've gotten to the point where society, we have so much, so much excess. People who are even beyond the poverty line are actually more obese. And before people say, oh yeah, it's because cheap food, you know, healthy food is so free or so expensive. You you can't eat healthy if you're poor. Bullshit to say the least. I've lived below the poverty line throughout earlier in my life. And you get a bag, a two pound bag of carrots at Walmart for under two bucks. You can buy cheap, bulk vegetables, fruits, and healthy meats. It's not as convenient as just going to a store and buying fast food. You have to work a little bit more, but it is possible, and a big part is choice and discipline. But, nevertheless, going to the Twitter, you have someone by the name of Clown World, and Clown World, appropriate name, they say, quote, Southwest Airlines recently updated their, quote, customers of size policy, which now gives overweight passengers a free second seat. And this appears to be an overweight gal. Well, obviously, it doesn't appear to be. It is. Hilariously enough, she cares about her health because she has a mask on, but she's horribly obese. Nevertheless, this got 1.5 million views. It looks like she's attempting to waddle through the airport. It's okay. Um, I'm hoping
1: for um, customer-size policy today. Uh, y- yes, I'm leaving. There we
2: go. Thank you.
1: This is, like, this is Okay, thank you
0: so much for your help. So this person got two tickets, and she says you will get a, you will, you will get to pre-board and get a, a free extra seat at no cost, even on fully booked flights, which is more pathetic. That means someone is missing their flight because of you, because as we know, they overbook flights. That's the business standard. That's what they always do. So you're taking away someone's flight. And even more abhorrent, physically speaking, you're costing them a ticket. So these companies are losing money with this program, which is yet another layer of ridiculousness. I well, think there's only 10 seconds left.
2: Thank you very much. Thank you.
0: It's probably a good example of why you do not want the picture in picture. She is looking down at her body mass and how it is invading the second seat space. And she just has that ticket placed on the seat. Now, if she wanted to buy two tickets, I wouldn't have any problem with that. If you're paying for two tickets, use the two tickets. That's not the controversy. I think the controversy is this business is incentivizing unhealthy negative behavior and they're also having a ter- they're losing money on it and they're also inconveniencing other passengers because some people don't get to fly because of this. But who knows, maybe my take is wrong. Perhaps this isn't a business blunder. Maybe they'll praise Southwest Airlines for their acceptedness of everything. Let's go in the comment section and find out. So again that got 1.5 million views and 2.2 thousand likes. The first comment comes from Noah but This person says quote, how about if I identify as obese but just want extra room, unquote. They got 2.2 thousand likes, which does bring up a good point. Why don't I just wear a couple extra layers if I were to force myself to go to the airport and fly? Then you get a free seat. Really? Nevertheless. less. Someone by the name of Caballero says quote, I'm booking a flight now and claiming I'm a person of size. When I get to the gate, if they ask me my weight, I'll say that's offensive and sue for fat shaming unquote. Got 1.5 thousand likes. Someone by the name of literally shaking says, quote, be a normal weight, buy Southwest ticket, claim to be a quote unquote customer of size for a free extra space, get denied the extra seat because you're not a disgusting tub of lard, sue Southwest Airlines for discrimination, it's almost too easy, unquote, I got 1.3 thousand likes. Joey Manorino says, quote, guess I won't be patronizing Southwest anymore, unquote, getting 121 likes. Although the thing about trying to boycott airlines is many of them bid for exclusive travel rights through the FAA and the government. So there are some instances where there's only a monopoly of one airline for a particular route. So that's why you look at historical boycotts of airlines. They're usually not that successful because in some cases you really don't have a choice. You saw this with Delta Airlines a couple years back when everyone was irate because they beat the crap out of a customer. Well, in some people, they just couldn't boycott it because they have exclusivity for certain routes. Now, going to the comments, the Hillbilly analysis says, quote, then my bag that is two pounds over shouldn't be a problem then, right? Unquote. gave 392 likes. And of course, brings up a good point. If your little carry on bag or your check on bag is .001 pounds overweight, they'll slap you with a huge fee. But if you weigh 120 pounds and this gal weighs 350 pounds, they don't charge her a penny more. Which is ridiculous because, again, the weight is what costs extra fuel to be burned. It, makes the vehicle, it literally makes transportation less efficient. And ironically, for some of the people who really care about short-term effects on greenhouse and, you know, emissions and CO2s, well, this then that's causing the issue, ironically enough, and hilarious. Political Perrikan says, quote, Chris Christie liked this post. And it's a picture of Chris Christie and his multiple chins. He got 387 likes. Marauder Magazine says, quote, can anyone identify as a, quote, customer of size and then threaten a lawsuit for discrimination if they say they're not? I bet people are going to abuse the system, unquote, getting 187 likes. And yes, they probably, they should do that. Everyone should do that. Overwhelm the system and expose the ridiculousness of this program. If you're a shareholder of this company, you should be calling them right now because you're losing money on this. It's not good, fiscally speaking. Interesting Stuff says, quote, why do unhealthy obese people get rewarded, unquote. And there's a picture of a obese man saying, quote, you think my opinion is worthless because I'm obese. And a Chad next to him, of course he has a beard like all men should. And the Chad guy says, yes. And that got 1.2 thousand likes. Red Wave Press says, quote, why would Southwest give obese passengers additional seats for free? This costs the company thousands of dollars. Society should not have to conform to these obese people. Follow if you agree, unquote. Getting 190 likes and yes that's not just something costing them thousands of dollars i mean you're talking millions of dollars in the aggregate throughout the year how many times this is used time and time again oh it's costing them real money and more fuel cost shanna i says quote they should get to pre port two wow lol 40 likes scones says quote wait till they start losing money will they really want 50 seats filled instead of 100 unquote Getting 37 likes as the United States becomes more and more obese. Lord knows we're the most obese country on the planet. Well, that could become a reality because, again, they could all just use this system and you'll have, you'll be losing money in these flights before you know it. Let's see here. The White Rabbit says, quote, this is designed to advocate for people to be fat, unquote. I got 60 likes. Let's see here. Seymour Nuts says, quote, This is what happens when people think of themselves so highly. They'll expect the world around them to change without an ounce of effort applied inward, Unquote. Getting 79 likes and bringing about a good societal point of people being so introverted and being so self-centered, they think the whole world revolves around them. Now, perhaps because of their size and there is a little gravitational pull because of the sheer momentous mass, but that does not apply to most See here. See. Arlen says, quote, I identify as fat. I want two seats, unquote, getting 12 likes. Philip McGuire says, quote, why not just stow them in the cargo along with the livestock, unquote, getting 105 likes. Manifest Destiny says, quote, pandering to the worst of society literally degrades everyone's quality of life, unquote. They got 51 likes. And as the youth might say, they were viscerally just ratioed beyond all belief. I'm not saying, uh, let's see here. Again, I'm not saying any overwhelming support for Southwest Airlines for this program. I mean, everyone just mocking it, saying they're gonna start abusing, they're gonna start just using the system themselves, identifying as fat. And again, you have a policy that not only is losing the company money, a business model in and of itself, it's also reinforcing negative behavior and unhealthy behavior that cause, it's one, the number one preventable disease in the United States is obese related. It's one of those issues where people are dying younger because of it. It's not nice. It's ridiculous. It's one of the things where I always tell people brutal honesty is always best for, it's always the best methodology. Lying to someone and saying, oh yeah, you'll be okay. Or it's okay to be like that. No, no, again, I'll say for the gajillion time, medical disclaimer, there are people who, because of their medications, because of certain surgeries, there are people who struggle to lose weight. I understand that and they have my sympathies. On average, in the United States, that is overwhelmingly not the case. And there is a a multi-variable reason of why people are overweight these days. I understand that, but I do think that everyone could do a little bit better and just starts at the end of the day with your own decisions. So it'll be interesting to see with so much backlash against this in Southwest Airlines. How many people are going to start just calling them saying, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm big. And then when the tires really hit the runway, so to say, is when the lawsuits start, because again, they're giving these people preferential treatment based on a lifestyle choice. Well, why not everyone else? It sounds I mean, as crazy as it sounds, it probably will end up just what the lawsuits cost the company until they change this behavior and this incentive program. But again, to have a policy where you're losing money is not an improvement for society, that that whole thing, that's got to be the business blunder of the day. Thank you again, everyone, for taking the time to tune in today. Again, I'm trying to get to 4,000 subscribers by the end of December, so if you click that button, I'd greatly appreciate it. Also, leaving a comment is a great way to give me some feedback and let me know what I could be doing better to improve the quality of the show. Lastly, don't forget to take time to tell your family, tell your friends, tell your coworkers. Heck, tell your enemies, tell anyone and everyone, just stay safe, fight the good fight.